happy Sunday. I uh, hope your day's been going well thus far. I am joined by my husband. Y'all know my baby. He here, you know, behind the scenes. Tell him, hey, anyway, baby. What's going on? And then I got my brother-in-law on the side, Deacon Derek King, and his lovely wife, my sister Michelle King. Tell him, hey, Deacon. Hello, hello. <laughs> coming in hot. I like fire. <laughs> he going to come help me bring the word because Brother Mims out there, I think, the deacon need to come every time. He, he says he's the preacher. He should show up. So he's been invited to come because every time he come, he does come in hot. Okay. Uh, you, you, what you want? What you, what you got? What, I need to start it out. You got it? You start, you start it out. It makes, makes no difference. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. So for me personally, what I was going to discuss today was uh, the need for us to count our blessings. Um, I feel like we have a difficult time recognizing the good in our situations and in our life. And we focus on the bad. And the more we focus on the bad, the bigger the bad seems to be. Or, you know, the worse our circumstances seem to become because we don't have a level of gratefulness that's necessary. Um, I believe that we need to have more gratitude, more appreciation. You know, I might not be in the house I want to be in. But I have a home to live in that is safe, that keeps me warm, or so on and so forth. I may not be on the job that I want to be on, but I'm employed and I have a paycheck that I receive and I'm able to pay my expenses, you know, from week to week and provide for my family, so on and so forth. I, I may not have the body that I want, but Lord, I'm in good health, so I don't I have to worry about being hospitalized for this condition or that condition. Y'all get where I'm going. These are all generalized statements. This is not necessarily me talking about my own personal life, but what I'm saying is, we look at everything in the most negative sense instead of the most positive light. Yeah, yeah, and we definitely the the enemy always tries to magnify. Oh yeah, what's what's wrong? Mm -hmm. uh, we can see a small issue, and the devil will try to keep that thing in the forefront of our minds. That you know we like we can't see all of the good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we like Tika was saying. We, we really do need to count our blessings because when we get to looking back and we start just looking around, just surveying, and we see, like she was saying, we have good health, okay? And the older people used to say, uh, uh, I have a reasonable portion mm. of health and strength, meaning that I might not be as strong as I used to be, but I thank God, even though I might have a couple of ailments, it is not bad as it could be. And I'm going to tell you that enemy, he'll come in and he'll, you know, you'll, you'll have one little thing going on. And then he'll try to say, you're going to die from this. Oh, yeah. You know, j just things like that. And, you know, and w when God has kept you and sustained you, he's been keeping you all these years. And he's not about to stop now. Amen. So don't allow those that outside interference just because of. One small issue, one one issue that may be going on, and then it robs us of giving God praise, giving God glory for the hundreds of other things that he has done, is doing for us. And sometimes all of our attention will be put on that one little issue, mm. that one uh, co-worker that said something whether they knowingly did it or not, that got on your nerves. Uh, if it was, you know, this headache, and if I've got a headache, then that means it's coming from something. And, and I heard somebody 
passed away from an aneurysm and maybe I have an aneurysm. I mean, just take it to 100. For, and, mm-hmm. and it's just simply where your body just needs to rest. And so sometimes we, we just allow the devil to just run roughshod in our minds. And it robs us of the joy of thanking God for having a right mind. Yes. Having life, health, and strength, having family, having people that love us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we allow him to strip us of that. And when it does, it just negates everything else um, in our view anyway of what God has done. I agree. I think that sometimes we are so distracted by the wrong things, we miss the best part. That God can, you know, be do- trying to do something in your life and you're not paying attention to what he's really doing because you're focused on the things that are distracting you. Mm-hmm. And so you got to get your eyes back in focus. You got to set your mind on the things that, you know, God is presenting to you to help you, bless you, keep you, move you forward in the right direction instead of looking around or looking behind all the time. We make the mistake of believing that, you know, oh, God, you just ain't even going to do it for me. I done prayed this prayer. I done did this. But even in our doing, we sometimes just truly aren't even doing our best. We're not doing any work toward what we've actually prayed for. And then we just want God to just drop it in our lap and make it happen. Things just come together. Y'all why? And I've been guilty myself of, you know, acting like I should have this snatched waste when when I get to the table, I'm going to eat everything up there. And it ain't going to be the right foods. So we just got to move in a different way in order to see the things that God is wanting us to have. Y'all, we can't just do whatever we want and expect to have those same results that you would get if you were working hard and being disciplined and having self-control. Something many of us lack. Mm -hmm. We want to do everything our way. We want to say whatever we want to say. And, you know, God is giving you wisdom to be able to speak like you should. Some of us are so careless with our words and the things that we speak over ourselves, our household, our friends, our family, our children. And, you know, God is paying attention to that. He's calculating that up. You got to get in a better place and you got to be wise with what you choose to say and then how you choose to move. Yeah. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day. And it won't. Okay. And I mean, so some of these things, most of the things that are going to add value to us, it's going to take time. Mm. Um, it, it, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes experiences that we go through oh, yeah. to get us where we need to be. And sometimes we try to get on this fast pace um, like it's just a sprint. And that is not what it is. And the, the more experiences that we go through, the more th- the, the longer I'm not going to say exactly the longer it takes, but the more patient we are in going through it. We can cut down on how many cycles, how many times we go through it. Sometimes we go through things and we go in it kicking, screaming, fighting, and everything else. Then when, when God wants to bring us out, but what? We're still kicking, screaming, fighting. So guess what? Mm-hmm. So now we're going to have to go in another cycle. Yeah. Just like if you open up, up, open up the washing machine and after you finish, the clothes are still soiled. They're not clean. What do you do? You put the lid back down. You pour some more detergent in there and you put it on another cycle because it's not finished. And so how many times have God opened the lid up on us after he has put us in a situation? (laughs) 
and we are still sold. We're still not clean. We still have that bad temper. We still want to go off when, when that experience should have, uh, we should have learned some patience, some self-control, but because we did, when that lead goes up, we still fighting, kicking, screaming. Mm. Guess what? God's got to pour some more, uh, some more tide, some more gain. <laughs> he's got to put the lid back down, and he's got to push that button, and we've got to go through another cycle. And so when we're not so loaded down, when we allow, in, in the old washing machines anyway, when we allow the agitator to do what it needs to do, and see, that's something else that we fail to realize. That agitator is there because some things need to be rubbed off mm. of the clothes yeah. so that the dirt can be washed away. So that's why that person is there sometimes to get on your nerves, to help you get to the place because God has a place for you. And when you get there, when I get there, we can't be acting like we don't have no kind of training because then we're going to mess the whole thing up. So God would rather put you around the agitator now while you're here so that when he gets you up here and you see it, it does not even affect you because you've seen it. You've been through that cycle before and you know how to get clean from that. That's it. That's, that's real good. Um, while you were speaking, something that I know I've said in the past actually came to mind that, you know, don't be dismayed from the amount of testing that you seem to be having to go through for where you're going and what you're doing, because everything that is ever put out, you know, everything we go to the store and we see and we decide if we want it or not, you know, these products have been tested and they aren't put through no little gentle tests where, you know, they're just tap lightly to see if they don't break. Yeah. No, it's going to be thrown into the wall, ran over, crashed, you know, just to see how tough it really is. And so spiritually speaking, there are trials and tribulations that we're going to endure to see just how tough we really are. And are we ready for what we've been praying for? Are we ready to be elevated? Uh, you know, are you ready for the husband that you've prayed for? Are you ready for the job that you're praying for? Are you ready to steward the amount of money that you've prayed for? And so until you're really in a place where God feels and knows that you're prepared for that certain thing, you're going to have to be agitated and you're going to have to go through these tests in order to build up your strength to, you know, so we can get the kinks out, in other words. Yeah, and something that I got from what Tika just said, God will try you and test you in private mm -hmm. before he puts you out on public display. And so uh, God, God wants to put us, he wants to put us out on front street so that whoever needs to see us, can can see our true value mm -hmm. but we have to do what we need to do in public when the husband when the wife when the children are not uh doing like they should uh when when there's more month than there is money when the job you know the the, the change is strange and all all this other mm -hmm. kind of stuff when all of this stuff is going on in private how do we act in private? Because what's going to happen is the reflection of what we do in private is going to determine how soon God can put us in public. I heard a preacher say this. 
uh, that if we can stay small enough, long enough, God will make us big enough soon enough. <laughs> and so the problem is a lot of times we, we don't want to do the, the groundwork. We don't want to stay small enough, long enough. We're, we're, we're learning. We're getting tools and all of these things that God knows that we're going to need when he puts us in, on, on public display. Right. And so we, we, we've got to just accept where we're at, do the groundwork, dig in, and just know my time's coming. That's it. Stop, stop looking at the situation and feeling as if, you know, I can only look at what I don't have and I'm not satisfied with the things that I am blessed with. Because, y'all, if you really take inventory of your life, where you are, what you have right now, each one of us has enough to be grateful right now yes. without complaint. You know, I, I'm telling you that I can look around and I can see many things that I just have to tell the Lord thank you for. And they might not be the same things you are thankful for, but, you know, having all of my children alive and well, thank you, Lord, you know. Having my parents still alive and well, thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Having the strength that I have, thank you, Lord. So instead of thinking, okay, you know, I, I'm really just so unsatisfied with my life. I'm just going to walk around miserable. I'm going to be mad at my family. I'm going to be mad at my friends. I'm going to be mad at my coworkers. You know, mm -hmm. that is so draining. And it takes so much out of you as a person every single day to walk around feeling so unhappy. And I know I lived it, okay? I'm not telling you that because I don't know. I literally walked around feeling miserable, uh, bleeding on other people who didn't cut me day after day, having a bad attitude, being nasty, being negative uh -huh. all the time because of the hurt I felt. I wanted to inflict hurt on other people. And then God allowed me to encounter some people and more importantly, have an encounter with him. So I began to change. And so, you know, sometimes some people may say, I can never imagine you any other way than the way you are right now. Well, baby, huh, that old person did exist. Meet some people who had known me before you did. I'm telling you, God is such a good God. The transformation is real and it's true. So I am who I am by the grace of God. And I, I'm grateful for that. But I'm telling you that it's just not even worth spending another moment stuck mad. Y'all. I can't, I can't be any more grateful than I am as I sit here speaking to you right now. God is a good God. And look, that, that's another thing. Um, we, we can't compete or get in this competition with other people. We have not walked in their shoes. Mm -hmm. All right. And what most of us see is a finished product. Oh, yeah. We have not seen the long nights, mm -hmm. the sleepless nights, uh, the tears on the pillow. Uh, the worry, the frustration, all, all of these things. See, God did not have us privy to that person's uh, private mm -hmm. battles, struggles. But what we see is what came out of it. It's just like, you know, how, how the, the oyster, uh, uh, you know, gets uh, agitated, you know. All right? and, and, and so what ends up happening is they, they begin to coat. The sand, because the sand is an irritation inside mm -hmm. the shell. And so what they do is begin to use the mucus and everything else to coat that sand that, ha that is causing so much irritation. And then once they coat it enough and rub it around enough, then that's where we get pearls from. Mm. 
But see, pearls come from out of agitation. And it's the same way with us. You know, once we're agitated enough, we're going to produce pearls. Mm. But we have to be patient. And on the other side of it, what we see is the finished product. We just see the pearls. We don't see the sand that got inside of you, that agitated you, that agitated me. You're just seeing a finished product. So don't be mad. You know, don't don't look at somebody and just assume, oh, they were just, you know, that happened for her or him overnight. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that whatever <laughs> their trials were, they couldn't have been worse than mine. They weren't as bad as mine. But then when you sit down with somebody and somebody gets to revealing their testimony to you, you're in awe of who they were, what they experienced. I'm telling you, you think, good God, there's no way I would have survived that. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, some people couldn't have survived exactly. what you've already experienced. But God allowed you to continue on and overcome those things and become the person that you are. I'm telling you, I'm not dumbing down in any room that I enter. I am grateful to God for what he's chosen to do in my life. And because of the amount of work that was put into it, I'm not going to sleep on that. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to be this person. No, I'm going to be who I am because I've done the work to become the person I am. And I'm grateful to God for that. And that is in the most humble way I can put it. Okay, that's it. That's all I believe. That's our time. Little Ann come rolling back in here. <laughs> she dancing, y'all. Um, yeah, I want you guys to do what you do best. That is being you. Thank you for joining me, Deacon. You got a shout out today. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I guess my shout out today is Reverend Ozzy Wilson's birthday. So yes. uh, I want to say happy birthday happy to birthday. Reverend Ozzy Wilson on today. That's it. That's all. We love you. You guys have a great week. Do what you do. See you next Sunday. All right. I enjoy you. I enjoy you.